Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Stephanie. I'm Marlena. And this is Fun, Funny, and a Pile, and a pile of Crap. Of crap. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get better than that. Um, all right, so sh- shall we get started on our review of Alter Boys? Yeah, <laughs> so, well, maybe we should start... Since we've been recording for <laughs> 20 minutes yeah. and haven't said anything podcast related. We probably should wait and start recording when we're actually ready. I know, but now we know. So I'm Stephanie. I'm Marlena. Welcome back or welcome to Fun, Fun Funny, Funny and a Pile, Pile of Crap. crap. Um, <laughs> so, so last episode, a little, little previously on, um, we just introduced ourselves, talked a little bit. Uh, about who we are, where we've come from, not so much on where we're going, but <laughs> God only knows that, literally. Uh, but we're providing you with a bit more structure this time. And with a bit more structure, I mean, there's at least a real theme to this episode, and that is the review of Alter Boys. Alter Boys. <laughs> <laughs> With a Z. And uh, one thing about Stephanie and I is that we both really, really, really love a good show tune. Um, And so in the quarantines, (laughs) I decided to make it my personal quest to listen to every Broadway musical um, ever. And I got through about six, maybe, maybe six uh, before life slowly crept back into the way. But we decided what better way to kick off than with Alter Boys. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, I jumped on Marlena's um, listening journey that she started, and I got a little bit further than her. And so we decided we would just start, and we're going to do a live review of Alter Boys. So would you like me to read a little synopsis to provide yes. some context? Okay, yes. so this is taken straight from Wikipedia, so come it's at true. Me, don't sue me. It's and it's true. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Alter Boys is a musical comedy with music and lyrics by Gary Adler and Michael Patrick Walker, and book by Kevin Del Aguila. It centers on a fictitious Christian boy band from Ohio. The show satirizes, among other things, the phenomenon of boy bands and the popularity of Christian-themed music in contemporary American culture. It began an off-Broadway run on March 1, 2005 and closed on January 10, 2010 after 16 previews and 2,032 regular performances. (laughs) I know, making it the ninth longest-running off-Broadway musical of all time. Who knew? Not me. Not, certainly <laughs> I did not. So the musical is presented in real time as the final concert of the National Raise the Praise Tour, staged by the five-member group of Alter Boys. <laughs> I know, who knew? <laughs> Four of the group's members, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Juan, apparently are named after the authors of the four canonical Christian Gospels. The fifth fifth member is Abraham, who the group explains in the show's opening number is Jewish. The members of the group address the audience directly and refer to the venue and location in which the performance is taking place. The altar boys perform their songs with choreographed dancing and the style of boy bands and er, present several scenes concerning the group and its origins as well as the boys repeatedly turning to a machine on stage, the Soul Sensor DX-12, 
which has a display that they explain shows the number of burdened souls in the theater. Their goal is to reduce the number on the machine to zero through their music by the end of the concert. Ta-da! You're <laughs> kidding me. Oh my God. Everything yeah. about it. Everything about it is so, so good. Yeah. And it is truly like... <laughs> When I was listening to it, because of course I didn't read the synopsis. That's part of this no, Broadway journey. No, you really I didn't learn either. as little as you do about the show. And yeah. you just try and get the story from the music. And if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. I literally didn't know this one. Like-, like this quest has been kind of difficult because part of what makes you so obsessed with the show is having seen it. The storyline. You know, yeah. And the storyline. And so it's hard to kind of get excited about a, a musical just mm. from there's so few musicals who can get you really jazzed about it just from listening to the soundtrack I mean they really have to be like some top notch um and I was listening to this while I was standing my stairs so some (laughs) of it was a little bit not as heard as other parts but I was listening to it and because I didn't know that it's like actually satirical I was like this sounds partially real and like if if you told me like this is something that like churches use to like really get their recruit members yeah like to recruit children like youth church kind of deal I'd be like okay interesting approach but then but then there would be parts where I'm just like that this can't this can't be real I did I did write down some um lyrical gold mines that I wanted to share but yes I agree with you I'm a big fan of satire and so the whole time I was listening to this I'm like this is so funny a little bit alarmingly accurate I would think (laughs) I've been to church camp the sleepaway overnight church camp every night round up those Christians pull out their acoustic guitars and drum sets and like they really feel the spirit and I'll tell you what so do you as a listener like sometimes Christian rock can be like really fun yes and but sometimes it can just be straight up corny yeah and I agree I'm not here to judge it but um it gave me and I don't know if you've listened to or have seen but I was lucky enough to see on Broadway the Book of Mormon and so this gave me major Book of Mormon vibes because like it is also satirical and also like kind of pointing fun at how bizarre religion is, but also like brings it back full circle and is like, no, this is good, I guess. Like yeah. this is I, I think I think the thing about it was I was like the songs were funny, but I'm like, the message behind them is not a bad message. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in the song, everybody fits. You yes. know, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes. Hey. <laughs> um, everybody fits. They talk about it doesn't matter if you're black or if you're white or if you're a man or if you're a woman or if you're a prostitute or a teacher. If you're, yes, everybody belongs in the house of God and in the family of God. It's like the message behind that. Great. The yeah. the delivery choices. <laughs> so I also wanted to say that um. It's such a gem. I listened to this a while ago, so I re-listened to it this week, and I didn't know any of the any of the context to the show until I googled like a synopsis literally Wednesday to like 
yeah something to say today and um prior to listening to altar boys on wednesday i was listening to jesus christ superstar because we just so happened to be recording this episode on good friday and so i was trying to like lame or whatever set my faith mood appropriately for <laughs> the coming yes. of good friday and easter and everything and like god andrew lloyd weber what a man what a show oh, it's beautiful so it's heartbreaking it's incredible and like that is faith and and religion in a musical and it's just so flawlessly done and then i listened to altar boys oh no and i was like oh my god how can both things exist in the world and both things be true and somehow yes did i so, know i i like especially the song something about you <laughs> okay can i just read this is one of my lyrical nuggets that i have saved okay so Something about you, one of the four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or Juan, I'm not sure which one, or Abraham could even have been him, um, is singing to his his girl, a girl, and it's basically about celibacy and choosing to wait until, yep, and choosing to wait until after you're married, and (laughs) I wonder if your favorite line is going to be my favorite line, (laughs) among the many. Mine, I got to find it here, I wrote it down, where is it, something about, okay, so it is like my <laughs> I wrote a note next to the song title that said absolute shit show of a song about celibacy. <laughs> but the lyric that I wanted to share with everyone is girl, you make me want to wait at least until our wedding date. So till then I'll master my own fate. And there's a nice pause <laughs> after master. <laughs> well, pause after, yes, that, let's make it very clear. This is going to go and it goes with fate goes to master my own fate <laughs> so i also like this <clears throat> um <laughs> it's your special blend of charisma and spunk crunk i guess you'd call it <laughs> whatever it is you got it all up in you girl you got crunk <laughs> i i just like whatever your view of religion is just and if you are a show tune fan you need to listen to this because it is so and if you're funny. a boy bands fan oh, yeah because it sounds straight out of like the backstreet boys and we would both know because we were just at a concert recently i really was i was bopping there to, i to was it um and and truly like the vocals are good like the harmonies are good yeah. i'm sure that seeing this live is a freaking show i'm sure that they really do dance and have all kinds i can only imagine (laughs) um i wanted to i also like um the song church rules (laughs) that's that's another one i wrote down so church rules talks about people not wanting to look like a fool at mass and so these are the church rules and basically there's a refrain that they repeat over and over again that says stand up kneel sit down (laughs) Stand up, kneel, sit down, and sing a hymn to heaven. Stand up, kneel, sit down, and say a prayer. Stand up, sit, kneel, whatever. And it goes around and around and around. <laughs> yeah, and you and I were just talking about this because we are not Catholic. And no. so there is no standing, sitting, kneeling, spinning, clapping. Hopping, I don't even hopping I don't out of my foot. What is a homily? I don't, it's something that I should know. I don't know. I really you know, feel like I've heard the word enough yeah. in a church context, but I have 
No idea. It well, might be. The, is it like the final prayer, like the benediction? Oh, no. I think that literally is the benediction. I think the homily might be like a saying call and response. Like, oh. like our churches, the pastor will say something and, and we literally say something home. back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it oh, reminded the me. The homily of- is the sermon. Oh, what? <laughs> what? I literally have been going to church for 28 and a half years. Also, I have preached. I literally have preached and performed and well, not performed. Well, performed. performed a homily. delivered a homily and literally did not know that's what I was doing. That's bad on my end. I'll have to add that to my resume. I'm, resume. I'm a giver of the I homily. can tickle your brother during the homily. <laughs> Palm Sunday. It reminded me, so Marlena just shared a tick, or was it me? I don't know. One of us shared a TikTok with the other one of this woman who is clearly in a oh, you shared that a one. Karen, Karen-esque wig, and she's in her church clothes, and it's like a green screen of a of a um, sanctuary or worship hall or whatever of a Catholic church, and there's a, <laughs> a priest in the background who's counting like a dance teacher, like one, two, three, one, two, three, up, down, sit, kneel, kneel, blah, 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 blah. In pose and turn, turn, <laughs> shake your neighbor's hand, <laughs> and it's the Karen who's like turning, kneeling, standing, singing, nailing, stealing, <laughs> like going around. And it I thought that the person in the back was a Jesus. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I thought that added a layer of like Jesus wanting everyone to stand up and kneel and stand and sit. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, I really did appreciate this tune because I don't want to look like a fool at mass. Yeah. So now um, you know the rules. Many times curtsying, you don't curtsy to Christ. Who knew? Um, Who knew? Not this girl. I really embarrassed myself when that <laughs> happened. Like you don't know, you don't understand. Like Wes, when he comes to church with us, mm-hmm. like at Christmas, mm-hmm. like the one time a year Wes goes to church, he like he can't understand that you and I sing like Louis Armstrong. He can't understand that we like play like Shelly. <laughs> Yeah, like it, he doesn't understand the the joys that we get. No, because it's a very serious thing. Yeah. And like whenever there's an event where somehow we're involved with a Catholic church, unfortunately, most of the time it's like a a death of sorts. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. I, sorry. I already don't know what to do in the situation of a wake or a funeral. Like that's already like... How often are you doing this? You know, like that you know exactly how you should, what you should say, and this and that. And then to add the layer of like, I'm at an event where the religious practices are very different from mine. So Wes is like hurting me around. He's like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Don't, don't bother doing. No, I'm not going to do that. You don't do that. You don't have to do that. And I'm like, I, I want to be respectful. If I kneel, I need to kneel. He's like, right. he's like, he's like, you don't have to kneel by yourself. Like you can go and pay your respects, like, and not kneel in front of them. He's like, just, just stand, stand there for a second and then turn to the other person. I was like, I, I don't, what are the rules? Like <laughs> he always has to be behind me to that whisper in my ear what I, I should be doing. That is too funny. Like the first time we ever went to a church where the sanctuary had the little, like kneeling bars on the backs of the pews in front of you so you can like pull those down and kneel on them the first time my brothers and i ever went to one of those churches we pulled the thing down because it was there and had no idea what it was for because we do not kneel when we pray we just stay seated in the pew and 
my mom looked down and about had a heart attack because we all had our feet up on it. We were just like reclining with our feet, with our feet up on the bar. And she's like, and we were like, what? What's it for? I, oh, I wish there was a video camera on me the first time I was in a Catholic church for a first communion. Yeah. Because and that's the other thing. I'm only ever in them for some weird, like mm-hmm. not mass related something where like the rules are sometimes different. And like for this first communion mass, people, I just had to follow what other people around me were doing. Yep. I'm sure I committed a faux pas or two. Oh, yeah. But then I think at one point I've tried to like block the embarrassing memory of my, out of my head, but I'm pretty sure at one point, like just the person at the front was singing the hymn verse. And you joined? I think I did. And <laughs> yes, like, singer is Marlene. Singing the chorus. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is a one woman show for yeah. me. Like, I do not harmonize. Like, I maximize. And so step aside. Yeah. Father. Like this Father, is step for aside. everyone in church to hear how good I am. I sing extra loud. So the woman <laughs> in front can turn around and compliment me. And if you uh, think I'm kidding, yeah. I'm not. No, I'm with you. I will sing hey, the alto, and if there is no alto, I'll make it up. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, she should not be singing by herself, one. And <laughs> two, like, where's the joy? Like, bring that yeah. spirit, you yeah. know? You're not These kidding. kids are, are communioning. Um, speaking of singing, I think one of my favorite altar boys numbers oh, yeah. is Rhythm and Me. And... Um, <laughs> Put the rhythm in me god put the rhythm in me and, oh my um, god i could not stop singing god put the rhythm in me and wes was like god needs to take the rhythm out of you i, like, I love it it was stuck in my head for a very long time the first time i listened to it but um i just wanted to share this that god put jesus on the earth to die upon a cross god put noah on the ark so all would not be lost god put sinners down in hell because they did not improve god put the rhythm in me so i could bust a move yeah, no other reason just to bust a move. You know, the Bible tells you pounding through you. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Bible tells you God's the one that made you. So get out on the dance floor and shake what the Father gave you. <laughs> God put mass in English so we know what it's about. We still don't know. We still don't know what's about. We're still curtsying at the pews. We don't know. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, that was. I felt so bad when I used that term curtsying and I didn't know that it was genuflecting. Yeah, I didn't know either. I thought genuflecting meant something bad. It's, it just sounds aggressive. I did too. It I, sounds like, like a little like genocide, <laughs> genuflect and genocide. I thought maybe they yeah, were. It does sound like a punishment. Interchangeable. Yeah, it does sound like I will say that my all-time favorite from this lovely musical masterpiece that is Alter Boys is the Miracle Song because it tells a lot of you know everybody's favorite it's Jesus miracles, real story, biblical yeah. story. Yes, it's that got it's got some parables. Is it's it's a parody, but it's also like they're true about the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it talks about turning water into wine. Talks about mm-hmm. Peter walking on the water, curing leprosy, and I'm a big fan. And then the chorus is, Christ, how'd you do it? How'd you make it happen? So, how'd you do that? How'd you make something go down? Go down. Thank you. So, um, I played that <laughs> casually. I was, we were in the car today for like an hour and a half, and I was queuing up a bunch of songs. 
and I casually snuck this one in there. <laughs> and after the first chorus, when I started singing like, Christ, how'd you do it? Christina looks at me and is like, you, you're just fun. You're just really fun because you never know what I'm going to get. You're hitting me with the miracles. You're just really fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. I wish Wes saw me that way. If I were to put this in here, he'd be like, after the first course, he'd be like, oh, what the hell? No, we're not listening. We're not putting <laughs> else on. Put on the red hot chili peppers or the who or fucking Hootie and the Blowfish. I can't listen to this anymore. She just lets me do my own thing. And also the miracle song starts off with break me off a piece of that miracle funk, <laughs> which is golden. And I'm going to say I'm that before every hand. That. Yes. Every day of my life. You think that all day Sunday, I'm going to say anything, but break me off a piece of that miracle phone. I'm going to, I'm going to walk into the sanctuary and say, Christ is risen. Break me off a, off a piece of that miracle funk. And then oh, I'm walking into Easter dinner. Break me off a piece of that miracle. <laughs> I like Galilee. Galilee was where he was casting out demons and preaching like he does. <laughs> I don't know what Jason song. Feeling sorry because he knew that leprosy is a whack disease that makes a homie go to pieces. Is that the one where he talks about his carpenter papa with his surrogate father swinging a hammer or something like that? I don't know. That line is really funny. I don't know what one that's from. Oh, I should have wrote it down. God. Oh no, that's that's later. Uh -huh. Surrogate pop. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Ain't no Siegfried and Roydum. <laughs> There's another line from a different song that says, who needs a GED? I've got my B-I-B-L-E, which, you know. Amen. Amen to that, brothers and sisters. Oh, man. It, it really is so good. It also, We need to find a performance of it. Oh, I know. I know. Grace, how'd you do that? How'd you make it happen? It's epiphany. <clears throat> Oh, Epiphany is hilarious because let's talk about satire and making a mockery of things. Okay. Yeah. Epiphany is a song um, that starts off about, oh, you know, being in shame and closeted and you're afraid to tell your friends and you're worried if people are going to judge you and what people might think when they find out that plot twist, you're a Catholic, not gay. And so that song was particularly funny because you're basically coming out as being a Catholic and worried about what everyone, what your friends are going to say when. Oh my God. Your rosary's hid in your sock drawer. That's <laughs> school on, on Ash Wednesday. So nobody will ask. You say you're sleeping in when you're going out to mass. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Out of the cloisters and into the streets. <laughs> I like we are your teachers and your doctors and your Burger King cashiers. Yeah, yeah, we are Catholics. <laughs> we are Catholics. Oh, God. oh, my God. So that song could be problematic. Another song that could be problematic is the fact that they have Juan singing the song la vida eternal eternal <laughs> oh my god i need to give it another listen now you do you do because i think the refresher will just be so fun i really do need to listen to jesus christ superstar though you should tonight's a good night for it that's true um so i think we should do a 
a rating and I was thinking we could do on a scale of one to five bravas, bravos, whatever you prefer. Yes. So um, are we rating this on like it's genuine goodness as a musical or our enjoyment of it. Excuse I me. think that we have to do this as like based on enjoyment because okay. if you try and like critically acclaim <laughs> all right. boys, right. it's right, not right, right. really hold much water. Like, okay, you say that, but it's the ninth longest running off Broadway show. That is true. It's, I mean, <laughs> like, I get it, but also like it's got some chuspa, as they say, some water. <laughs> That Jesus would turn it into wine. <laughs> but it, uh, um, so what I had been doing previously was um, rating them based on, did I like it? Like, was it catchy music? Was it good music? Or was it like every song slow and boring and, you know, whatever. And then I also was rating it based on, could I follow a plot just by hearing the music, which you kind of touched on before we even started reviewing this, that yeah. a lot of the merit comes from having seen the show. And so you know what to expect, but yes. could I follow loosely what was happening based solely on music? Listening. So like this show, for example, I had no idea that it was like a concert more than a show. Yeah, and it's weird because it felt like a concert. I mean, yeah. now that I know that, I'm like, okay, that's what it did feel like. Right. It did feel like they're performing, but there was no, like, you know how at the beginning of a concert and the beginning of a song, you can kind of like, everybody get on your feet. Yeah. We are yeah. the boys. We're happy to be here. All tech boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it didn't really have very much of that. So, yeah, we know my skill has been great, good, meh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, would I want to go see this? But yeah, like, do I understand what's roughly happening? Right. <clears throat> um, okay, so one to five bravas. Yes. Okay. How specific are we going? Are we rounding the numbers out or are we doing? No, whatever numbers? you, whatever, give me your exact review. Okay, I would say that Alter Boys. I I would say Alter Boys is like a four bravas. Four. That was mine. Yeah, that like, was mine. A four brava. Yeah. Because I think that you, I think that it's like true to the religious aspect. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. The music is catchy, and um, <laughs> I mean. I did enjoy listening to it. It wasn't right. like I never once, and this has been something that like when I've been listening to other shows, I, I can tell when I don't like a show because I'm like, all right, how many, how many more songs do I have left? Agreed. Never Agreed. once, you know, and granted I was also sanding my floors, but like never once was like, oh my God. Okay. I'm like over listening to this. Right. Like 110 in the shade. Right. Um, I am. I I only ranked it good because I love Leah Salonga, but yeah, I am um, too rated this a round even for Bravas, um, basically for all the things you said and that it was catchy enough to stay in my head and that like not a single song from some of these like I can't even think like the Adams family I enjoyed but I don't remember a single song from that show. No. And I was actually even I enjoyed. Yeah, and like there's a bunch of the ones that we've listened to so far that I have 
enjoyed but couldn't tell you a single title of a song or even like yeah. hum a rhythm to um yeah. except for like the real popular ones like aladdin obviously but this yeah. these quite a few of these have s- stuck in my head and yes. I think that's a merit of a good yeah i i agree i think it was it's a good show there's a reason that it's you know Mm-hmm. performed so often I think I would um, go see that's another thing I think I would go see it there's oh, a lot yeah. of the ones we've listened to like what is it the 13th 13 the musical I would literally eat my own arm before I saw it <laughs> in theater I have never ever heard of something more terrible than is that what it's called 13 the musical 13 the musical oh my you really, really vehemently hated that. To me, it just felt like I was inappropriately listening to something I should not have been listening yeah, to. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. And I gave it one on my personal scale. I was doing masks, like drama masks, and I gave it one yeah. mask because I couldn't cut an emoji in half. Had I been able to cut an emoji into decimal points, it would have gotten 0.03 freaking masks on my scale. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. But I, um, Alter Boys, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I would go I- see it. I am a fan. I would definitely go see it. I like, I really did enjoy it. I think that there's other ones. Like I would go see the Adams family. I would too. Because I would want to be able to fill in the gaps between those Agreed. songs. Because Agreed. while I was listening to it, I was enjoying the music from it. It's not to say that I like, wasn't enjoying it, but I, I agree. But like you, like we've talked about, it's really hard to get the plot of a show from mm-hmm. just the music where once you've seen it, then you know the plot of the show. Like right. Hamilton at first, um, like I tried, everyone was like, oh, it's so good. You got to listen to Hamilton. I was like, I can't get into it. I cannot, I like rap music in general is not my my preferred genre. Like it's just not my kind of thing because I can't understand it. I'm already a bad auditory person. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, I don't understand what they're saying. And like, if this is going to be the whole show, then I'm not going to really be able to understand this. But when I went and saw it, I was like, okay, I can like visualize what's happening and I can hear the story. And like, you know, even though there might be some parts that I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a little bit lost, but I felt like being able to watch it happen at the same time right. really changed my tune on it. And of course, then I'm, I can't stop dreaming of the day that I'll be um, seeing wait for it behind Leslie Odom Jr. But oh, I know, God, I know, but yeah, I really, I really did enjoy Alter Boys for sure. And like, it's hard because like the Adams family, I'll go back to that one. Like I ranked it a three because I really enjoyed it, but it like was nothing that like blew my mind or anything. But then like something like Anastasia that I did see live on Broadway, not to mention like I've seen the Disney movie 8 million times. So I knew a lot of the songs. And so like, I don't know if it's fair or unfair, but that's the only five on my list so far. But did I give it a five because I've seen it or was it worthy of a five? I gave Adam's family a great in my scale. Mm -hmm. Just because in comparison to the other things that I had listened to, it didn't stand out, you know, like I was much more enjoying, I enjoyed that one much more, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's going to be hard because it is, it's just super subjective at times, you know, 
for sure. So for more to come, but then there are shows like that I want to listen to, but I feel like it's cheating if I skip ahead. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And once I've decided I have to do something in a list form, I have a really hard time, like not I do. Listing. I have cheated and listened to like some of my favorite shows, but not not to rate them, just to listen to them. Like you've already listened to, right? Like, but I really want to listen to Waitress because I oh. saw a TikTok with When He Sees Me, which I didn't know that Waitress was based off of a movie that it's I based off the movie Waitress. I saw Waitress with its original cast, like yeah. the first couple months it came out. Because, and I got that as a birthday present for me. It I was incredible. Um, with Jesse Mueller, I think played the lead. It was very oh, good. Oh yeah, I um. I remember seeing the trailer for the movie as a kid. I don't know why or where. And I remember like always wanting to watch the movie and mm-hmm. I never did. And then it came out as a musical and I was like, huh, that's weird. This looks exactly like that movie yeah. from years ago that I wanted to see. And then I watched the trailer for it and I was like, well, hell, the mm-hmm. woman in this is pregnant. And I've seen <laughs> pictures from Waitress and she's pregnant. And yeah this person looks like they're pathetically in love. And I listened to when he sees me and she seems pretty pathetically in love and wanting love. And I said, how is this based yeah. off of this movie? I'm yeah. like, cause this movie was not like hugely popular. You know yeah, what I mean? I didn't see the movie. So I was going just based on, well, I wanted to go see Waitress because I didn't give two craps about the plot line, but because Sarah Bear, AKA Sarah Bareilles is my yeah. girl. And the music is very, very, very distinctly Sarah Bareilles. Like, it's yes. so incredible. And so that's why I wanted to see it. And it paid off. And the show is funny. Like, it was, I don't know what I was expecting, but whatever I was expecting, they, it was yeah, exceeding. Yeah. I, I have only listened to the one song from it. And I'm, like, obsessed with it. I can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's sad. It's officially off of Broadway. Well, I know there is no Broadway right now, but when Broadway returns, it's not returning. So I've only ever seen one show on Broadway. Yeah. Can you, do you know what it is? Was it Phantom? No. If you say Wicked, I'll choke you right now. No, I fucking wish. I know. Cats. It was Cats. It was Les Mis. I'm out of guesses. (laughs) It was Mamma Mia and it was the best fucking night of my life you do not know joy until you have been there for the end of show concert for mama mia everyone's on their feet everyone's oh, singing dancing queen everyone knows the words it's absolutely like a moment you can't ever forget i believe I, it i remember who was like all around me I, oh it was so good it was so good and i'm like of all of the like broadway shows that i could have seen first on Broadway mm-hmm. this I, I'm happy it was Mamma Mia <laughs> yeah I would love to see Mamma Mia I had to stop listening to ABBA when I run because I was like <gasps> because I was too busy trying to sing along <laughs> to every single song that came on that I was like so winded and also I'm in headphones so I can't hear myself but all the passerbys like the old man's running club that always runs by me could hear me singing like super trooper um, <laughs> how did Abba do it? How did they make every single song they wrote? It's a freaking oh, it's a box. Every Everyone. single one. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how they did it. I really don't. Do you remember They're the? They're all so good. Have you seen Mamma Mia too? Yeah. I'm. I'm so often vehemently against sequels mm-hmm. that 
are not supposed to be there. Right. And I was like, Mama Mia too, come on, don't ruin this. Like, don't ruin it, you know? They didn't. Not one second of it was ruined. No. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I have never cried so hard in a movie mm-hmm. theater mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And it was so annoying because I was with Wes's sister and his mom and they were having this awesome mother daughter moment or trying to, I was sitting in the middle and <laughs> I was like, if I can't have my mom, you can't have each other. Like it was actually really unintentional, but the, all three of us were like, <laughs> and then I just felt them looking at each other. I was like, oh, I don't have anyone to look at. Like, <laughs> Oh, I love Mamma Mia. Do you remember when last, uh, maybe two or three Christmases ago when you were in New York and you and I personally closed down the local bar, Jerry's, and I mean literally closed it down. We had to help the bartender put the chairs on the tables and then walk the poor lonely bartender to her car so no one would jump her in the big old town. Crammed a banana. Crammed a banana shots. And we played, this just speaks to who we are, okay? We started off with some Shania Twain because what bar doesn't play Shania Twain let's go girls and then we moved on to yeah and then we moved on to some Biggie Smalls notorious and then we really brought it home with a belting rendition of Fernando (laughs) yes because Mamma Mia there was something in the air that night those have been done (laughs) Fernando needs it's time to shine Fernando, okay. Cher sings Fernando in the second one, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> there was something in the air that night. <laughs> goodbye, Fernando. <laughs> You're welcome, Christina. I know. The bartender was literally like, I'm not letting you guys do a shot of creme de banana. <laughs> we yeah, like, we really no wanted it, you. but... You we know didn't. what? Thanks. And oh, what was uh, what was the what's the other one? Oh, we came home and we did more Mamma Mia. Yeah, more, more ABBA. Yeah. Um, my favorite, my awakening to ABBA came from the movie Muriel's Wedding. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen it. Seen Tony it, no. Collette. It's an Australian movie with Tony Collette in it. It's absolutely great. And or maybe it's New Zealand. Well, <laughs> Tony Australian. Either way. Anyway, um, it's so good. But in it, she's like obsessed with ABBA. Mm-hmm. And they do a dance to Waterloo what? that my mother and I have been wanting is to it learn. Is it the one where you like do the hip, the, where you, is it a Waterloo. Oh, no. And Tony Collette's in this white outfit. And I'm pretty sure they made her gain weight or she was in a fat suit, but not like a full-blown Monica fat suit. Like, <laughs> It's like just chubby enough that like they make a dance in it because they always should not have been in this like seventies disco outfit. Oh, it's so good! It is absolutely like, and I was like, "This is it. This is the music for me." Thank you, Tony Collette. I love Tony Collette and anything she is in, even Hereditary, that terrifying ass movie. I haven't seen it. I'll have to look it up. Meryl's wedding is so good. Yeah. All right. So should we? close our we could talk about broadway for the next seven days and i just unfortunately don't have the time um so something i want to do is a quick circle back to the very first episode of fun funny and a pile of crap um, yes just to address some things that we missed so 
uh, real quick, I suggested a podcast to everyone and could not remember the title of it. And so I encouraged everyone to listen to The Price of Gold, which is actually not right. <laughs> that I think is about Lance Armstrong. Also good. Also good. But the one I specifically meant is called Heavy Metals. Heavy Metals is the name of the podcast. And that oh. is about the U.S. gymnastics team and um, the coaches, Bella. I can't remember his last name. I should have done a little bit more research before circling back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So so that was the name of that. Um, um, I don't remember. Thing, but I can't remember the other thing we wanted to circle back to. So episode three, really hang in there till three and we'll have our huge, stuff together. Huge reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Write it on a post-it. Keep oh, the post-it boy. local. Um, I don't think there's anything I really truly needed to clarify. I don't think so um, either. Do you have a, any Wonder Wednesdays or Today I Learned? Oh, we're on spring break, so no Wonder Wednesdays for me Okay, from my sweet little kiddos. Um, time, anything? Any of, the, any of the buttons? Nothing really sure. other than um, I've been working on these stairs. Um, Wes and I moved into this house last year, and mm-hmm. the whole entire, like, attic upstairs bedroom space was um covered in green carpeting including the stairs leading to them and we pulled up all the carpeting up upstairs and we put down new like laminate flooring it looks great but then I made the mistake of ripping up all of the carpeting on the stairs thinking I'd really reveal some beautiful stairs you never reveal beautiful stairs only if Joe Chip and Joanna are in town yeah, and they're a bunch of effing liars yeah, as far as so. I'm concerned. So, <laughs> um, my house turned into a not a crack house, but a crack home mm-hmm, with stairs. Mm-hmm. And um, so they've been real dingy and gross forever. And I was like, all right, spring break, I'm going to sand these down. And we'll just either restain them or whatever. Well, it turns out sanding down these stairs is impossible. And um, they're in a place where there's no light except for like natural light upstairs and like the barely (laughs) any natural light coming from the kitchen. Dust is everywhere. Yeah. That's my, that's my valley, but my peak, um, (laughs) that's my peak. (laughs) Are we high load cheering? We're going to skip right to the high load cheer. I guess so. That's, That's fine. my story time. That's fine. Really, again. I could do the same with mine. So hit me with your peak and hit me with a cheer. Um. So that was my that was my low. My high would be. Um. I've gotten a lot of running in actually this week. I know. I'm proud of you. I saw that. You're, you're yes. I've had the time. Um. I've been really trying to go for it. Go for gold. Yeah. So I guess that would be. I've had a lot more time to prioritize that mm-hmm. and so I feel like I'm getting into kind of a rhythm and a groove I, mm-hmm. when I was running last year it felt like it came so easily but I just totally blocked out the part where I struggled and yeah. now getting back into it has been proven really difficult because I'm mad that I'm not where I was and when I would do my like daily runs I would just do like this one mile but I think what I'm going to try and do is do this like one and a half like mile loop so that every day instead of just like the one mile I'm kind of upping mm-hmm. that um I've kind of mapped it out where I'm like in my neighborhood and stuff like that so right. 
That was my high. There you go. And then my chair for someone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think my cheer is going to go to um, Wes for encouraging me with these stairs that when I texted him <laughs> angry because this is a project I thought I could handle and I uh, had a momentary belief in that I couldn't I was like please next time I try and embark on something that you know I cannot handle like I need you to tell me not to do it like don't say yeah go for it have fun like say Marlana you don't know what you're getting yourself into don't do it you can't like no one can yeah except for me and (laughs) but he's been really helpful and like in giving advice like that so guidance Nice. So was his dad. His dad gave me a sander and oh good. Good, good, good. So um okay, I'll do a little quick story time into a low valley of the day as well. So <laughs> today I finally have the day off. I never have the time off ever. Christina had a snowvid day yesterday, part snow day, part too many people with COVID around here day. So there wasn't enough people to cover things, whatever. Welcome to upstate New York where it's 66 degrees and then the next day it has snowed an inch <laughs> yeah. so whatever so today i have the day off and we decide last night that we're gonna get up we're gonna drive out to um albany there's this really cool trail that's got some caves and a waterfall and some overlooks so it's only like a two and a half mile hike we're gonna go do this hike so let's get up really early and go do it so we can get back and still have you know a lot of the day left so we can do the pod and do some other things we need to do around the house before Easter Sunday. And so, first of all, we did not get up and leave at six o'clock because I said, eh, I'm just going to go back to bed. And so <laughs> I did. And we ended up getting up and leaving like an hour or two later. And we had a very nice drive to Voorheesville and it was beautiful. And we get to the trailhead and there's really like no other cars there. And we're like, okay, well, whatever. Like, it's literally 9.30 in the morning, maybe. Yeah. Just nobody else is out yet. And not to mention, again, upstate New York, for some reason today, it's like a high of 31 degrees. So when we pulled into the parking lot, it was 23 degrees. So it's just, like, terrible. And the wind was hurting my face. So we get out. We go. We finally find, like, where the specific trailhead is, not just the parking lot. And it's closed. There is like, it is like blocked, not like a little rope we could have just jumped over anyway. It was like barricaded closed. Oh. And there was like signs all over it that said under 24 hour camera surveillance, like do not trespass, the trails are closed, like all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fun. So we just kind of walked around because it was like a big scenic overlook. So we just kind of walked around that yeah. instead of the trail. So that was my low, I would say, is that. It ended up not being what we were hoping for. Yeah. Um, however, I will say that the high is also the trip because although it was not what we were expecting and hoping for, it was still just very, very nice to spend time, just the two of us, like yeah, doing something in the car. Like we really didn't do much other than drive a little over three hours today, but just having that time together was really nice. And yeah, I appreciate that because sometimes things are crazy and we don't really get that time. And sports have started again in New York, like high school sports for us. So we're back to coaching. And so we really don't have much time 
like nothingness time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and my cheer for today, this week rather, is going to go to the um, sweet, sweet, not so sweet little old lady that works with me. Her name is Cindy. We call her Cindy Lou. And she brought us all in little uh, Easter goodie baskets this week jelly beans and Reese's eggs and chocolate coins and then she she spent the next like five minutes explaining to me that she got only red jelly beans because red jelly beans are her favorite and so this particular red this would be a strawberry and and then if you see this red that's got some pink dots on it that's going to be your raspberry those are her favorite and if you keep looking these really dark ones those are cherry and not many people like the cherry jelly beans but they're not you know if you eat them in a handful with the other reds these are called reds and if you eat them with a handful of reds then you'll like the cherry ones better (laughs) so Oh my gosh, Just I love the it. Sweetest, right? So there's my cheer for Cindy. Um Cindy. She rocks. Cindy Lou. Yeah. She is so cute. She does stuff. She gets um little goodies and like decorations for our little area every holiday. And oh, and the Easter goodie baskets. She also gave us like little wind-up toys, like little bunnies <laughs> and chicks that you wind up. So during break, we all went out to the parking lot and raced our critters and <laughs> nobody won because they all just went in a circle so there was no nobody met the finish line <laughs> i am it was fun. Uh, i'm very nervous for sunday because for the past seven years um i have absolutely dominated in the easter basket hunt mm. like <laughs> it's embarrassing for other people at this point i know i'm ashamed for i them. find it first every year so like every year the stakes get higher like i need to hold my reign and the listeners might not know that you will stiff arm a toddler get out of the oh. way get out of the way this is not for you this is for the 20 year olds get out of my way yeah oh so we have wes's mom will get our easter baskets and she'll hide them if the weather's nice she'll hide them outside mm-hmm. where like the potential for the chocolate to melt is kind of there <laughs> but also kind of not so you gotta go quick <laughs> um and then at his aunt's house, when we go for Easter supper, um, they have, they have like a small kids, uh, Easter egg hunt one year, Wes and I were the Easter bunny. Um, mm-hmm. but then they also have started doing like a beer hunt. So you get oh. like a go and find as many like beers and drinks and whatever. That. So that's very fun. Um, and then Wes and I end up like trading the stuff that we do or don't want love that that's fun but yeah as far as Wes's parents go there are no children thankfully if there were I would still dominate um you might not want to let your kids play (laughs) no no yeah we um so we're coloring eggs tomorrow with my brothers and they're with huh shirtless Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirtless. How many um, children, childhood photos do we have of us just naked at the table, coloring eggs? Oh, I know. Um, and uh, so I was like, well, because my parents and Nami and Papa are not around, so like I am trying to, you know, organize my brothers. <laughs> so I've got the brothers and their girlfriends, and we're all gonna go to my parents' house because it's just the biggest to color eggs. And I was like, well. I'll get all the stuff. I'll get the eggs. I'll get the dye, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm only going to get like maybe like two dozen eggs because it's just Jay and Phil who are looking for eggs anymore. Like I'm not going to hide them for the 20 and 30 year olds. That seems kind of silly. So I'm just going to get like two dozen because honestly, Philip is going to lose interest in the first three minutes because he's 
like one and a half ish, a little bit older than that. And Jay is something like all the time you think everyone will have fun with for a prolonged period of time. And after your like second or third egg, you're like, all right, they're all going to be green. Like, yeah. Yeah. And looking for them is also not that fun. Like, because the kids really do lose interest. And then it turns into like me and David and uncle Ben and aunt Joe, like out there for an extra 30 minutes, trying to find the last four eggs that nobody remembers where they put and nobody can find them anywhere. And so I'm like, listen, if I'm doing it, I'm getting two dozen eggs, bam, done deal. And then each kid can find however many they want because Philip's going to find three and Jay can do the rest. And Bryn, David's girlfriend was like, "Uh, who said it's just the kids? And I was like, at a girl, that's the right attitude. You will fit in fine here. (laughs) Push the children in the parking lot and get to the eggs. That's fine. Yeah. One time I was hunting for eggs and because I have a slight tendency to hoard, Mm -hmm. um, I uh, found the egg that I had made oh, yes. and I, and it had my name on it and it was gorgeous mm-hmm. and it was perfect and great. And then I like threw it in my Easter basket and then we all like emptied our ba- baskets and whatever and took mine back up to my room and the whole thing. And then like over the next course of the next like week and a half or so, my room started to smell certainly like death. And I was like, <laughs> what is, I was like, where did the dog poop in here? Did he pee in here? I'm like, this is disgusting. I was sleeping on my couch. I was telling my teachers at school, I'm like my house, my bedroom smells like literal decomposition. I said, I don't know what's, what's died. And I was like, I can't even go in there. I was like getting dressed as an absolute task. And one day I went in there and I was getting some chocolate from my Easter basket, <laughs> with my breath held and my nose plugged. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god and there it was my most beautiful easter egg rotten and disgusting love that oh i love that can't let things go awesome it'll be a good <sighs> good time easter all right um so my shout out my turn for a shout out and then we'll wrap things up my shout out this week shout out to Cindy Lou. that was my cheer oh oh this week's shout out is gonna go to the matriarch nami because yeah. after we the second we we finished recording last week marlena facetimed nami immediately and asked her if she would willing to be a guest on our show and she immediately cleared her calendar and her schedule and yeah. made herself yes. available to us and then um she also loaned me a couple books recently and so my shout out goes to nam nami freaking rocks she does freaking rock so here's to you nami and um have a fun fun and and papa was a pretty good sport about the fact that he's not the first guest on the pod (laughs) it's not both of them it's just nami it's just Mammy. he will show her how to get on and then he will walk away all right so anything else you want to add nope just that i have to tinkle before i pee tinkle before you pee everyone all right thanks for listening thanks for tuning in um I hope we just get more and more organized as we go. So keep sticking it out with us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, probably not. That's the pilot. It's in the, it's in the title, what you can expect. (laughs) Uh, All right. Peace and love. Peace and blessings.
Yes. Every day of my life. You think that all day Sunday, I'm going to say anything, but break me off a piece of that miracle. 